Hello, everyone, and welcome into episode two of the Grace Point Daily Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Jeremiah Johnson. Thank you so much for joining us here today. We are already on episode two of this brand new podcast. The Grace Point Daily Podcast just simply exists to give you daily encouragement for your daily walk with Christ. That's our goal. That's our desire. That's our intention is we want to bring you daily encouragement just to lift you up give you encouragement to keep following Jesus every single day of your life. Well, on episode one, we kicked off by uh, talking about influence and um, how that I hope that this podcast will influence you to do what? To follow Jesus on a daily basis. That's our goal is that the different things that I say, the different hosts, the different people that we'll have on this podcast, they just really lift you up. They encourage you to daily walk for Jesus. And so I want to influence you, but I was really encouraging you in regards to the influence that God has given every single one of you. And that was really the overall foundational point is that every single one of us has influence in our lives, in our relationships, in our families, in our workplace. What are we going to do with that influence? And I hope that we'll use it for Jesus to honor, to glorify, to draw others to him through the influence that God has given us. So here's what I want to do today. I want to dive into kind of part two of influence. I hope you enjoyed the first one because I'm going to talk about it maybe for just a few more episodes. I'm getting some other hosts and people lined up. And like I said, you're going to really enjoy what's coming down the pipe in terms of the Grace Point Daily Podcast. Before we dive in, I want to encourage you and remind you that whatever platform you're listening on it, please share it, like it, engage, leave a comment. It just really varies. If you're listening to the Anchor platform, you can applause it. You can uh, you can send a message. You can do any of those kind of things. We'd love to hear your interaction. Maybe something God has spoken to you, whatever you're getting from this podcast, if anything. But please interact with us and share it. Encourage someone else to listen to it. I know on Wednesday night when I was talking to my church uh, about this podcast, some people are new to podcasting. So link, you might be linking off via Facebook from it or whatever. I just really thank you so much for listening to the Grace Point Daily Podcast. And again, we want to encourage you and lift you up in this time. So let's talk about part two of influence. And it's interesting. After I talked about influence last week, I was scrolling through the news. Now I read my news online, not in a traditional paper, but there's a few different websites that I bounce around and and, uh, get my news from. And so I was online just reading through, scrolling through some of the news. And then I came across this article that says, uh, was talking about this Christian artist that was climbing up the billboards and uh, that it, it, that was selling more music and albums than all the other secular artists. And it's interesting because they didn't give you who that was. And I think that was intentional because they wanted you to click on it and see what was happening. And I was like, oh, so they're, they're saying, wow, there's this, they basically what they're saying is, is they weren't expecting this Christian artist to have such influence in the music industry or to be this high on the chart. So I click on it to come to find out that it was a Lauren Daigle or Lauren Daigle. I'm not sure which pronunciation is correct, but Lauren Daigle, I think uh, her sophomore album released and climbed up to number two on the billboard charts. And I think that really captured what I was trying to talk about is here's this individual that God has called to be in the music industry and is using her gifts and her talents to influence that area in such a way that she's rising above the other secular artist and is being known in the place that God has called her. That's what I'm talking about. She has influence and she's gaining influence in the music 
industry. That's amazing. Now that can be a little bit discouraging because as I talk about influence, I was, our, I was trying to, in last episode, talk about how, you know, we don't have to be presidents. We don't have to be famous. We don't have to be popular. So please don't take that example as again, that, oh, just have influence. We have to be a big name person. We have to be in the media. We have to be in the newspapers. That's not the point. The point is, is that no matter where God has placed you, that we should rise above and have influence. Influence the people in the industry, the workplace, our families, just just the place that God has called us to be, that we would influence that place and people would see Jesus in us and our talents and our giftings would glorify and honor him. Okay. So that was, I just thought that was a great example of how she's rising above and she's rising up and she's influencing that particular industry in our culture for the name of Jesus. But today I want to give you three practical points in regards to gaining and having influence where God has placed you. And I think these are really practical and these are really going to help you. All right. Here's the first one. To gain influence requires investment. To gain influence requires investment. Well, you might be saying, and I'm saying myself that as a leader or as a pastor, I want to have influence. I want to influence people for the name of Jesus. Well, if I'm going to do that, then I am going to have to make an investment in the lives of people. It's not just going to come naturally. It's going to take time. It's going to take energy. It's going to take effort. I just can't walk up to someone, preach at them, and expect that everything that I say that they are just going to naturally do. There's going to have to be an investment on my part to see that I care and I value them and that I want to make an investment in them before they are influenced by anything that I say. And I think we're living in that culture. And there's two thoughts that come to my mind when I talk about this point is the first one, as I began pastoring a new church here in Carthage, Missouri, Grace Point Church, great people, great church. But one of my tactics so far, and uh, obviously a lot of people that I'm assuming that are listening to this podcast are probably Grace Point people. But here's one of my little tactics that I've been using on them or you, if you're a Grace Point person, is, you know what, I, as I've been here, not just about a month and a half, almost two months, I have just simply tried to make an investment relationally in people. I'm just trying to invest in people. I'm just trying to let them know that I love Jesus and I love them and I'm here to care for them. And it's amazing, just just that simple action. I'm not doing any crazy leadership concept. I haven't really done anything new and crazy or out there, but just just that simple act of investing in them, my time, my energy, my rela- relational uh, time with them has made a huge difference. It's, you know, I can see when I'm preaching on Sunday morning, the people that I have made an investment in, in terms of maybe a lunch or hanging out with them or going to their house or whatever it was, the time that we spent together, I can see them smiling, nodding, uh, amening connecting with what I'm saying. And then I can see other people that I really haven't had an opportunity to invest in or uh, connect with them. I can see maybe they're, you know, they're just kind of like, okay, I'm still checking this guy out. But anyway, what I want to say is that if you want to make an influence in the lives of people, there has to be an investment. They have to see that you care. Another example in regards to this would be when we came from Utah, we spent six years pastoring Utah. And that's a very interesting environment because it is very strongly Mormon. It is a Mormon state. And uh, even if you're a, a Mormon and you stumble across this podcast, hey, I love you and I bless you. But, you know, we're different. We have different beliefs and very strong different beliefs. And our desire uh, and was to bring Mormons to the biblical Jesus, the real Jesus. And I'm sure they want to wanted to bring me to Mormonism. And that's fair. I understand that. 
But here's the problem that I often had, not with Mormons, but with, with Christians who were coming in to try and preach Christ and, and convert Mormons was that a lot of times they'd come in and they would just expect that, you know, hey, Joseph Smith, he's a false prophet, blah, 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 blah. And just in maybe five, 10, 15 minutes or in one presentation that all of a sudden these Mormons are just going to fall on their knees and repent and denounce Mormonism and just turn to the real biblical Jesus. And, you know, that doesn't happen. You can't just, you can't influence someone if you've never made an investment in their life. Does that make sense? So I don't want to challenge you in the place, again, that the places that God has called you, that if you're going to make an influence there, you are going to have to invest into the lives of people. And if, if, if they will see that you're authentic and that you're real and that you really desire to make an investment in their life, then you're going to begin to gain influence in them. And that leads to the second thing, which I think connects to it in many ways, is that it's just simply, it's about relationship. You know, we are living, I believe, in, in, in the church world, but in our culture too, where people are desiring real relationships. We have all the social media, we have all these ways to interact with each other, but yet I still think there's a longing and there's a craving for real, authentic relationship. And so if we're going to have influence in the lives of other people, we're going to have to have relationship with them. I mean, I can get up on a stage and I do every Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday night, I'm preaching sermons, but you know, my sermons are going to fall on deaf ears if I don't develop and cultivate relationships with the people that God has given me influence and leadership over. I need to have relationship with them. Otherwise, I'm just another preacher on a stage. And guess what? Whether it's in real life, whether it's, uh, you know, in, in Carthage, there's, there's a bunch of preachers. There's a bunch of places to go hear sermons in Carthage. There's thousands of places to hear preachers just in Missouri. And there's probably millions of places that you can go hear preachers in America and maybe a billion preachers in the world. I don't know. There's tons of preachers out there. You don't need another preacher. They want someone who wants to have a relationship with them. And I know in many ways that I'm limited and, and that's why we're the body of Christ. And that's the reality is because I can only have a relationship with so many people, even at Grace Point, we're a church of 200-ish people or, or whatever. And even in this size church, I can't really have intimate relationship with 200 people. That's not possible. And that's why we're the body of Christ. That's why we need to say, God, in the areas and the places that you have called us, give us influence and help us to invest in relationships with other people. Because I think that's what people authentically care about. If we're going to have influence in their life, we're going to have to develop a relationship with them. It's not about, again, it's not about religion. It's not about preaching principles. It's about relationship. And out of that relationship, God will give us influence by then, which we can preach the gospel and we can tell of the truths of God and make a difference in the hearts and lives of people. So number one, to gain influence requires an investment. Number two, it's about relationship. And then finally, number three, we need to speak to people emotions and inspire them. Now, uh, the last podcast, I referenced this secular book I'm reading in regards to influence and, and please, please, please don't, don't, uh, uh think that this, this, uh, podcast is going to be all about referencing secular books. But again, I just thought it was very fascinating. And I want to bring up this one illustration and point that he made in the book. And, uh, it's a, it's a political one. And now in the book, 
He was not trying to side with any political party. And in this podcast, I guess I'm not necessarily either. Now, I am an evangelical conservative Christian. So obviously, you probably know which side or which side of the fence I'm going to stand on uh, and who I would probably vote for, okay, because I'm not liberal. So anyway, that's I'll just leave it at that. But he brought up a very interesting point. He went back to the election between Senator John McCain and Barack Obama. And he talked about how the uh, one of the reasons that he believes that President Obama won that election is because McCain, his his stance and, and his cry was like, you should pick me because I'm the right guy for the job and I'll do the right things. And although that's good, that didn't really uh, move people. It didn't really inspire people in the way that Barack Obama did, because what happened is Barack Obama began to speak to people's emotions and he began to inspire them in such a way that said, wow, I want to dream. I, I, I believe in what this guy is saying. And so he was able to inspire them and speak to people's emotions and to encourage them in such a way that they wanted to follow him. Here's the very interesting point that I think is valid for us as followers of Christ is sometimes as believers, as followers of Christ, we just declare to this world, this is right, this is wrong. And we get in almost again, this legalistic mindset and perspective that, you know, it's like the abortionist, you're going to hell, you're horrible. Or if you live this lifestyle, you're wrong, blah, blah, blah. And we start getting uh, in these battles and these fights. And, and, you know, we're almost like in that kind of McCain kind of mentality that says you should be a Christian because it's the right thing to do. And you know what? Here's the reality. In our culture and our world, people are like, well, it doesn't feel like the right thing to do. That, that That's not what my emotions tell me to do. And so what I think is, yes, we need to stand on truth. I believe in the Bible. I believe the Bible is the inspired word of God given unto man for salvation. I believe there is only one word. I believe all of that. But I believe that as followers of Christ, if we are going to influence people, then we have to inspire them. We have to speak to their emotions in such a way that says, man, what you're saying makes me desire and want to know more about this Jesus that you live for and that you talk about. And so, that you know, again, it's just an illustration. It's just an example. Again, I'm not saying I want to be like Barack Obama. I want to be like Jesus. Uh, but I do want to inspire people and I want to speak to their emotions because if I just stand up on a stage and say, you need to be a Christian because you're going to hell without Jesus and this is the right thing to do and you're living the wrong lifestyle and and I'm just kind of bantering like that, I, I don't know that that is really going to inspire anyone. I don't know that that's going to touch the emotions of anyone and want them to follow Jesus. Listen, we need to preach truth. We need to stand for truth. We need to de de declare truth. But at the same time, we need to inspire people. We need to touch the emotions of people and let them know how amazing Jesus is. Hey, I think if you do these three things today, if you, um, let's review them real quick. Number one, to gain influence requires investment. Would you start making investments into the lives of people uh, that God has put into your life? Number two, that it's about relationship. Invest in a relationship with them so that you can influence and you can speak the truth of Jesus into their life. And number three, speak to their emotions and inspire them. Just don't be the the, the preacher the, that, that's just condemning them to hell, but speak in such a way that encourages them, that inspires them, that touches their emotions in such a way that they want to follow Jesus. Hey, I thank you so much for joining us here today on the Grace Point Daily Podcast. Again, our heart's desire is to bring you daily encouragement 
in your daily walk for Jesus Christ. We will catch you on the next episode. Talk to you later.